Hello, and welcome to the E-Cubed podcast, Enterprise Endpoint Experts. I'm your host, Bill Burnett from Adaptiva, and joining me today is Adaptiva's technical evangelist, Amy Casto. Good morning, Amy. Hey, Bill. How's it going? Good, good. And Nikolai Anderson. Uh, Nikolai, good evening. Good evening, Bill and Amy. You work at Lumagate. Um, what is your title and your role there, and what does Lumagate do? Yeah, that's correct. I work as a principal consultant, and I has for the uh, the past three years now. Um, and mainly, I just I work with um, customers to help them um, deploy Windows operating systems, uh, manage their clients, mobile device management, and basically everything around enterprise mobility and automation. Um, okay, fantastic. And recently, you've been on leave because you have a new daughter, right? Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've got a daughter. She's uh, her name is Stella, and she's about one and a half years old now. You enjoy esports as a spectator, and back in the day, you actually were a volunteer at DreamHack, right? Yeah, about uh, ten years ago, I um, I was a member of the security group. Um, at one point, I even uh, was a group leader, um, helping out, taking care of all the security um, questions and. and uh, things related to that uh, for about three, four years, I think. Nice. And you enjoy, as I understand it, you enjoy just going to esports and, and watching. You don't you don't fancy yourself a competitive gamer. No, I would not. Uh, I would not categorize myself as a as a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> I like to I like to be a spectator. Yeah, I was really good at gaming for about six weeks in the 1990s. I played, I played a game called Wing Commander on my uh, 386 system because, you know, that was really powerful. And uh, I, it became a time sink. I spent, like, way too much time playing games. And I may have called in sick one day to destroy the enemy base. <laughs> Yeah, I remember a time when I used to, uh, after school actually, a couple of friends of mine, we went down to this um, game shop and we played Red Alert for like three hours straight and then we missed dinner and when, when we got home, our um, parents were really mad at us. Uh, so <laughs> right. I, used to be, I used to be a gamer, but, but that's way back. Yes, yes. So let's dig into the tech. You are the founder of the... I've been pronouncing it SC Config Manager blog. Am I saying that right? How do you pronounce it? I would pronounce it the same way. Uh, the SC is just short for System Center Config Manager because someone had already registered configmanager.com. So. That makes sense. And it's a very popular blog in the configura uh, Configuration Manager space. How long has it been around? Yeah, I mean, for for the past two or three years, the the, uh, the amount of visitors and comments and and, and yeah, every, everything has simply just exploded. I think uh, last year we had like six hundred thousand um, uh, visitors, uh, wow. unique visitors. Wow, that's it's been fantastic. around for five years this August, um, and um, that's also why I decided to, to join forces with um, Maurice Daly and Terence Begg uh, from DeployEverything.com back in uh, yeah about um, two months ago, about now or something, because everything got so big, um, I felt that I didn't really have time to keep up with everything. So I, I wanted some help, and they uh, said, sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what made you decide to start a blog? You were kind of working you know, in technology, and one day you just said, hey, I'm going to start a blog. I relied heavily on blog posts and, and uh, reading forum threads and stuff like that. I mean, things that people have written about in the community. Uh, at a certain point, I figured, I mean, 
I'm taking so much, right? Why shouldn't I give back? Speaking of giving back, you are also now writing tools for Config Manager, and you have recently uh, released the Config Manager OSD front end, right? So I'm guessing you'd been doing OSD for a while, and you saw like, gee, I wish I had a tool that would do this and that. And so you just basically built it. Is it is that right? Or what, did you come about that a little differently? Yeah, first of all, I just want to mention the Config Manager OSD front end, the name um, if somebody has another uh, name for it, <laughs> I'm really open for suggestions because, yeah, I'm, I'm, I couldn't come up with anything better than that. So, um, oh, no, yeah. but the reasons for why I, I started working on it uh, was because at one of my customers recently last year, we um, we uh, we saw a need for something really quite easy and, and something that technicians could um, use with as, as a few clicks as possible and, and with a security sense of uh, when, when, when retrieving data from, from a configuration manager. And, and in recent years, I had used a lot of different scripts and, and, and stuff like that. Um, and we, gave, we, uh, we Googled and we, we found a lot of great frontends. Um, but we but we figured. I mean, we would have to strip them down to to the to the kind of basic need that mm-hmm. that we had at that time. So um, I asked the customer. I say, hey, I just recently started playing around with C sharp. I can give it a go and see what what I can come up with in one week's time. And uh, after two days, actually, they they said, oh my god, this is cool. Let's do this. So I continued for another three days, and yeah, after a week, we had a really cool front end. Nice. Um, so it was a combination of the need there. And then also you were like, I'm starting to play around in C sharp. It'd be nice to have an actual project <laughs> sort of hone those yeah, skills exactly. a little. To, to evolve your skills. Yeah. Because uh, I think when I started back, I started playing around with C sharp back in October or something like that. Yeah, actually just before, um, just before ignite last year. So yeah, that would be September ish. Um, Okay, great, great. And so now it, it requires, so before we get into the details of what the Configuration Manager OSD front-end does, just one thing. I notice in the, the installation, you need to install the web service, which is another Configuration Manager service that you've written. Is that right? Or that? Yeah, know, that's correct. Company. That's yeah. what I, uh, that was my first project in, um, in uh, and why uh, when I started. Why was there a need for a web service? That goes back to the the sense of security that we had when we designed the, um, the front end. Um, we could just have given them given the proper service account and, and uh, used the run as uh, run as user in, in, the, in the task sequence steps and stuff like that. But we wanted to be um, yeah we wanted to have a little bit more sense of security um, due to the customer requirements. Uh, and I felt that if we could uh, do this through a web service, that would uh, meet those requirements. Oh, great. Okay. So mainly for security. And how many people have downloaded the OSD front end so far? I actually checked a few hours ago uh, because I think it's fun. And I, it's closing in on 1,300 wow. uh, in two months. Wow. That's pretty cool, I think. That's really cool. So <clears throat> we, we've talked about the need for it and building it. So I know that you've already come out with a couple of versions. Looking at your um, 1.0 version, what were the core features that you came out with in, in the initial release, which I think was like January or February? 
Uh, actually, March. March um, okay. I've been working fast the past few months on Patreon, yeah. <laughs> I believe. So. <laughs> um, well, the, the core features of the whole front end itself is to support both uh, bare metal deployment and refresh scenarios. Um, so the original version, uh, we're able to detect um, computer names from Configuration Manager and um, MDT. Uh, in terms of um, already reading, if if the um, reading the computer name, if it's already known to either of those um, solutions, um, the next thing that the uh, either user or technician would do would have to be select a task sequence. Um, and before I just go on, I mean. They, I, did, I developed this uh, as to be run as a pre-start command. I've had a lot of comments uh, where people ask me, how do I incorporate this into my task sequence? Uh -huh. Well, it's it's really well documented in the uh, docs that comes along when you download it, uh, where yeah, it also I, describes I should, how to- I should point um, out too, uh, the, docs are, the docs are really nice, really clear. Amy looked through them and goes, wow, I like that there's docs. And that. <laughs> 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 they're readable. Uh, Amy, you were also pretty impressed with the, um, with the number of ways that you could identify uh, machine names, as I recall, is that right? That's correct. Definitely different places that I've worked have had a lot of inventions or theories on how computers should be named. And boy, there isn't a single business that can seem to standardize on it. So I, I think it's great that you've added that flexibility in. Yeah, I thought about that as that myself because I have a lot of customers. They they do yeah, each of them do it their own way uh, basically. And in, instead of making the tool or at least trying to make it dynamic in in some sense where you had a text box here and you had the third text box there and so on, and and you try to give them options to combine it or something like that. I I, I went with another approach where I I allow for running an external PowerShell script where you can build your own logic. Um, get your get an, a sequence number or something from active directory or whatever you need to do you can do that in, in a in an external powershell script uh, and if you enable that in the application settings of the application you will um, whenever it starts up it will uh, run the powershell script um, detect the uh, computer name and just push it back into the front end Fantastic. And a couple a couple of other features kind of jumped out at you. Is that right, Amy? It's particularly useful things that you saw there. Yeah. One of the things that I noticed when I was reading through the documentation is how easy it is to reset anything that you've done on the computer. So there's no worry if, hey, I deployed this computer with these variables because it was going to somebody in marketing and now they've left or they need a different computer and I have this shell that I can now redeploy to somebody else. Well, now it, it's great that there's logic in there that I'm not gonna accidentally deploy another marketing computer for somebody that's actually somewhere else at say HR or um, someone in another business unit. Yeah, exactly. That's that's one of the, the the key things that I wanted to to be able to do. Actually, um, one of my customers requested that as well, um, because I mean, if you leverage uh, MDT and the database, there you have some really cool and advanced features that you can do. And I wanted to build some sort of really easy interface uh, for that because there is none right now, and and you would need to script and. and uh, retrieve a lot of data, send it back. So, so I built a lot of methods for the web service uh, and made a small GUI portion for that in the front end. So you can uh, just delete any role, add to any kind of role, uh, and, and you, 
I think I had it in the first version. Um, there's a lot of versions right now, so. <laughs> but in the first version, you you could um, you could see a list of those um, those roles that the computer was actually a member of at the time you came to that uh, section of the front end. And regional settings. You put in some support for regional settings that made it possible to support a larger number of reason, regions with a smaller number of task sequences. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I should also mention that I have tried to design this to be working as a true Config Manager native experience, but also to give the opportunity if you have MDT and the database in place, you could um, you could leverage that. Uh, for instance, if you have MDT, um, you don't really need the regional portion. Uh, you could just set it up with the role and, and, and combine that with them. But in some cases, I know for sure that there are uh, really odd situations where you need to cater for that. Um, and so you can you can use the regional settings as well. If you need to set keyboards settings and stuff like that, or the OU, for instance, where the computer is going to be staged to. And... Okay, great. And Amy, you were kind of looking at some of the deploy features and thought that was useful as well, correct? Yeah, uh, one of the things that I really like taking a step back is actually custom branding, uh, because places that I've worked have always been very hesitant to add in tools to Config Manager because they've already, you know, they've 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 bit the bullet. They've they've paid for this software, and they and managers often wonder, well, why do I have to bring this extra thing in? Also. Um, but I think that you've done something really good by allowing custom branding because then as a technician, you can make that argument to your boss or to change control to say, hey, I, I can make sure that this is branded for our company so that people aren't confused about what this is. Yeah, exactly. That That's also a thing that I like because um, if you haven't noticed already, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of keen on making things good looking, right? Uh, or, or at least I try to. Um, depends on the on the uh, on the viewer. But um, I've used something called Mahaps, uh, and it out of this shell, it just comes with a really easy way of just changing all the uh, all the accents basically and, and, and theme if it's going to be light or dark. Um, so right before I um, I released the first version, I decided to why not just give this customization capability to the, to the guys as well, instead of just adding in a picture. Uh, if they want to have the, the, I don't know, a, a purple, <laughs> um, a purple color scheme, they could do that. Um, so, and it, I think it's just about like 10 extra rows of, co uh, rows of code. So, I mean, I decided to go with that because I think that would be a really good, uh, good use. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think when you were when you were teasing the community about it, I pinged you a lot about please make it orange um, for branding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get Brian to, to use it in that company. Now you can. <laughs> now you can. Well, there, there are actually a, a few set of, uh, of of colors you can select from, uh, which is uh, restricted to what's available in maps. But I think there's like um, what is it like thirty different options. So something like that. So if, if your option is not there, um, give me a shout out and I'll ask the guys who develop maps if they can add it in. Yeah, so Bill had brought up that I, I did find something awesome in the deploy section. And that was that if 
if something fails, um, you, you can restart it, which is a, a big thing in Config Manager because depending on where it fails, it switches from known to unknown, and then there's, um, yep. then there's a, a lot of more work to do. Uh, so you built in some logic for that also, right? Yeah, exactly. That's something that I wanted to have in the first version, but due to, uh, yeah, I decided to, well, now this is feature complete. I'll just make a new set of features for the next versions uh, because I wanted to get it out there as, as soon as possible because a lot of people had asked me to to get it out there. Um, but the, the, the way that, that I detect the, the task sequence made available, uh, even if it's a known or unknown system, um, there, there's an issue if the, if the system is kind of known with the unknown computer object, the, uh, the method that I've written doesn't detect any task sequence of that because there's simply just nothing deployed to them. So it's also a, a system, what do you call, flaw or something. Um, so, so I, I had the idea to, to simply just, okay, here's a button, click that if you want to delete this object. Uh, and actually what it does, it, if, if it detects uh, a unknown computer object, when it's retrieving the um, task sequence deployments for the first time, it will just light up the button and there will be no task sequences. And if you flip the button, you can click on refresh again. And at that point, it will remove the unknown computer object. And when it's done retrieving the task sequences, it will populate that into the, um, the combo box. So that's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really useful uh, feature because you, you would need to be able to, at some point, at least uh, reinstall computers or, or restart failed deployments. That's awesome. Now, okay, are there any new features that you've been asked for or that you've planned on that you haven't put in? Yeah, I know you're, you're, you're running at a breakneck pace, right? 1.0 came out in March, and then I guess 1.1 came out in April. <laughs> so at this rate, you'll yeah. be on 2.0 by uh, summer. <laughs> Don't expect any large versions coming out this year. Maybe maybe one more version or something. I, need. I, I okay. do have other stuff to do as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, no, but I have a I have a few things lined up for um, for the next version. Uh, what I wanted to talk about though in in one point one is the uh, the capability to actually now completely disable uh, certain sections. For instance, if you don't want to see or use or or leverage the regional settings, uh, for instance, you can just now completely disable that section of the front end. You couldn't do that in the in the first version, uh, and that was I think that's the the top priority uh, in, in terms of requests that I had. Okay, great. So when you're, um, and what are your plans for the future of SC Config Manager blog? It sounds like you've got people helping you now. So even when you can't keep it up, it's going to run on its own and continue, uh, continue to go at a, a solid pace. Yeah, uh, at least I hope so. I mean, we, uh, uh, ever since I started blogging, uh, I've had a, a private goal or uh, of writing at least four uh, quality blog posts each month. Um, some months I have done the double, some months I have done half of it, but um, at least I try to keep it at a, at a rolling pace where new great content or at least quality content is, is published uh, uh, with um, 
with, with regards to what's what's new and, and I don't want to write stuff that people had already written about because unless there's a new way of looking at it or something um, but in the future I'm, I'm really hoping that we will uh, be the uh, the number one go-to blog for uh, searching for I don't know tools and, and, and content or if you want to have a how-to guide or something like that that I think that's our goal actually to, to be the no number one yeah that's if, there, fantastic. if there's something that you can say that number one I don't know it's a blog <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can categorize it that's what people do they get a book on Amazon and it's like maybe it sells okay but it's like the number one best-selling book about cats who wear hats you know uh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get that narrow um, so where can people download the configuration manager front end for themselves well right now if you go to scconfigmanager.com uh, there's a highlighted uh, blog post there uh, at the top section of the front page uh, other than that they can go to technet.com Oh, or actually take the gallery um, to download it from there. Just search for Config Manager OSD Frontend. Okay, fantastic. So aside from writing multiple, <laughs> so yeah, you've been writing uh, multiple Config Manager tools, working uh, full-time at Lumigate, you're managing a blog, and you've added a family member. So uh, it sounds like you don't have much free time left over. <laughs> but with, with what you have, what... Um, what ideas do you have in the future that you kind of hope to work on? Uh, me and Maurice, we have a really, really good idea for a tool. Um, I just have to get him started with C Sharp uh, because I would really like to develop in uh, develop in C Sharp because um, I think that's way easier to deal with uh, multi-threading and stuff like that. Um, I'm, I don't really want to um, give away that much information right now, but it think about config manager and performance um, I can say uh, that much at least I think okay that sounds good yes I'm, I'm seeing <laughs> I'm seeing this happen a lot now where people are giving us hints about something but they're not really going to tell us because as you shouldn't tell us really right just keep it under your hat but uh, we'll guess <laughs> but not today <laughs> Nikolai Nikolai thank you so much for joining me and Amy today you have a great evening and thanks so much for your time Thank you very much for having me. Have a good day. Yep. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye-bye.